Today, we will discuss JFK's foreign policies and political fight against communism over the years, orally using independent research. Before John F. Kennedy was assassinated in 1963 and therefore no longer president, he worked on communist prevention, economic aid for Latin American countries, and the threat of nuclear technology, most which were executed peacefully. Bay of Pigs On April 17, 1961, the U.S. launched an attack on the south coast of Cuba, later known as the Bay of Pigs invasion. The motives behind this surprising attack was to overthrow the diplomatic regime of Fidel Castro and his revolution, as well as preventing the communist ideology from reaching America. I will now be playing you a short clip on JFK's emotions towards the Bay of Pigs invasion. It's a catastrophe. The one hour of air support that I ordered got screwed up. Two units didn't connect because of a one-hour time difference. These incompetent son of a bitches, they can't even tell time. I don't know why I ever listened to him. This clip is from a dramatized movie titled Killing Kennedy regarding JFK's mixed feelings about the Bay of Pigs invasion in Cuba. From this clip, we can infer that JFK was distraught about his decision to send troops into Cuba. When Cuba began to closely work with the superpower Soviet Union in developing nuclear technology that deemed dangerous to the United States government and people, Kennedy decided to take action, later known as the Bay and Pigs invasion. When the mission failed after soldiers were outnumbered by Cuban armed forces, the chances of removing Castro from his regime and establishing a democratic government was slim. Because of the U.S. intervening in Cuba, the U.S. and Soviet Union, also known as the world's two superpowers, were now in conf conflict, a.k.a. the Cuban Missile Crisis. This was one of the biggest foreign policy crises the, the U.S. had ever been into. This government, as promised, has maintained the closest surveillance of the Soviet military buildup on the island of Cuba. Within the past week, unmistakable evidence has established the fact that a series of offensive missile sites is now in preparation on that imprisoned island. The purpose of these bases can be none other than to provide a nuclear strike capability against the Western Hemisphere. Only last Thursday, as evidence of this rapid offensive buildup was already in my hand, Soviet Foreign Minister Gromyko told me in my office that he was instructed to make it clear once again, as he said his government had already done, that Soviet assistance to Cuba, and I quote, pursued solely the purpose of contributing to the defense capabilities of Cuba, unquote. That, and I quote him, training by Soviet specialists of Cuban nationals in handling defensive armaments was by no means offensive. And that if it were otherwise, Mr. Kamiko went on, the Soviet government would never become involved in rendering such assistance, unquote. That statement also was false. Acting, therefore, in the defense of our own security, 
and of the entire Western Hemisphere, and under the authority entrusted to me by the Constitution, as endorsed by the resolution of the Congress, I have directed that the following initial steps be taken immediately. To halt this offensive buildup, a strict quarantine on all offensive military equipment under shipment to Cuba is being initiated. As seen in this speech, JFK was clear and confident in the seriousness of the situation and the United States' responsibilities as he was getting ready to address the initial steps in defeating Cuba in the speech before. He addresses the Soviets' actions and what he calls upon the U.S. government to do. The Soviets had promised to defend Cuba from what was seen as a threatening United States. With the Soviets' missiles and nuclear weapons now in Cuba, the U.S. felt the need to take action, especially being that Cuba is only 90 miles away from the coast of Florida. The U.S.'s main goal was for the Soviets to remove their nuclear weapons from Cuba, while the Soviets wanted the U.S. to remove their technology from Turkey, a back-and-forth confrontation that lasted almost up to a year. The public has always had opposing opinions on whether or not the U.S. should have intervened in relations between Cuba and the Soviet Union, but in the end, the decision was made to intervene. Thank you for tuning in to today's podcast, focusing on JFK's foreign affairs regarding the Bay of Pigs invasion and the Cuban Missile Crisis.